It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome to this episode of the e-commerce master plan podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator and host of this multi-award winning show. And it's my aim in every episode to help you to find ways to improve your e-commerce business. Now, this is the last of our 2021 e-commerce growth series sponsored by Clavio, And we're ending with a good one. Yes, a very strong episode. This is one of our expert episodes. That means I've pulled together some of the great and the good from the world of e-commerce to give you their point of view. So coming up, you're going to hear from some of the world's top e-commerce podcasters, some of the world's top e-commerce consultants and coaches, and some of those awesome people who work for your favorite software programs. Every single one of them is providing their answer to the question, what is your top tip for growing an e-commerce business in 2021? The answers are covering a lot of different topics. Actually, not topics-wise, we're pretty much doing ops, customer service, marketing, and the big picture. But we've got a lot of different angles on that. Um, lots of different ways you might want to approach your marketing in 2021 for success. And all of this is advice to help you grow in the coming year. Uh, the insight is about to come thick and fast, so you'll be glad to know that we've put lots of links to things mentioned by expert by our experts, plus any free resources they made available to you, plus the full transcript of the episode. Yes, the whole thing is written down for you to go and have a read through and make notes on if you want to. Um, all of that is on the show notes page for this episode that you'll find via ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. Okay, we're about to get into it. Before we do, though, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for brands of all kinds and sizes. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or you're part of a marketing team at a multinational brand, Clavio will give you everything you need to create memorable marketing moments, building customer relationships that keep shoppers coming back time and time again. Get started with a free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash master plan. Let's kick off with Chris Dawson from Tamebay. I think my top tip for growing an e-commerce business in 2021 is to take advantage of the situation we found ourselves in. Let's be honest, last year in March, everyone went into lockdown for three months. The high street was shut and everyone was buying online and so many people weren't prepared for it. And by that, I mean, the large retailers, obviously, they're so used to doing 80% of their business on the high street. They just weren't ready to switch online. They did, half their stock was locked in stores that were closed. But also small businesses who you'd think would be more agile and better prepared, they simply weren't ready for the absolute deluge of orders that came their way. And suddenly, when people weren't buying on the high street, they were looking for products and they found products from small businesses that maybe they would have never in their life looked for before. Now, the way to, the, 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 hopefully we're going to have this vaccine, we're going to come out of the pandemic, we're going to move forward to a bit more normality. 
But the reality is a lot of people will have worked at home for the majority of the year. Some will have only gone into the office two or three times in the last year since March. And these people have now become conditioned to buying online. And many are unlikely to go back to the high street. So you've got to be prepared and, and not just to fulfill the orders that come your way, but get visible, go looking for the orders, get active on Facebook, on Instagram, on Pinterest. Don't forget Google Shopping is now free in the UK and around the world and small businesses can get their products in front of people out there. Don't just rely on your website or word of mouth or your email marketing list. Don't just rely on marketplaces. People are discovering products all over the Internet. And this is the year, really, where the likes of um, Instagram and Facebook and Google Shopping are really going to start taking off. And as a small business, you're almost better prepared from any, than anyone. Retailers are going to struggle looking at getting their high street operations back in line. As a small business, hopefully you, you, you've capitalized on the pandemic. Now's the time to really build on that and accelerate your plans for the future. And everyone has been saying over the course of the past year that the pandemic has kind of accelerated people's online and digital operations by five years or a decade. As a small business, you were probably already at the cutting edge of e-commerce. Make sure you stay there, spread your wings and make sure you attract business from everywhere that your customers are or potentially are. And, and that probably means a lot more venues and platforms than you've, you've used in the past. So get active and go looking for the orders. There's a huge opportunity that Chris is seeing in 2021 for small businesses in particular. Now, if your ears pricked up at the free Google product listings mentioned, we've got a whole episode on that over on Keep Optimising. We'll put a link to that in the show notes for you. Okay, getting active with your marketing is clearly a good idea, but how do you do it? Well, the good thing is a lot of our experts had marketing-based tips. So let's get the answer from some of them. We'll start off with Corin Watson from postscript.io. You've probably heard this before and you've probably heard it from other participants, but my number one tip for growing an e-commerce business in 2021 is to focus more on retention. Uh, I This is definitely just beating the drum, but a lot of brands only focus on getting more and more customers, um, especially in this age of like increasing competition, especially online. I feel like retailers should look at every facet of the organization and optimize for retention to make customers come back. Um, maybe that's surveying customers to see what other types of products they'd like. Maybe that's doing some kind of outside third-party research uh, to see what other products they're buying at the same time as the products that they're buying from you. Um, and there, of course, you can turn it to marketing, right? With Promotions you can run for customers that are loyalty-based or even doing a loyalty program. I feel like that's baseline for a lot of retailers to do some kind of plug-in for loyalty. Um, I think the, the biggest focus here should be really splitting your time, maybe 60-40, between optimizing, for, or not optimizing, but retaining existing customers and then trying to source net new customers. I mean, after all... Uh, Existing customers are more likely to recommend your products to others, especially now that we're spending so much time on screens, on our phone, connecting with people digitally. It's a lot easier to have the work done for you by your customers with like user-generated content or posting pictures of, you know, your product on Instagram 
um, not necessarily influencer marketing, but doing something a little bit more natural. And if I'm allowed one more tip, um, I would definitely say to not be afraid to experiment with different types of channel marketing. Chloe, I'm sure you've heard like for the past few years, SMS for a while was a kind of a bad word. Uh, people were really afraid to experiment with the SMS channel because it's super personal. It's where people are, you know, texting back and forth with family and friends. Um, but the tide has kind of shifted with, with SMS and I, just even creating this piece for the past few days has really shown that to me. Um, this year, we saw a lot of brands introduce SMS to their 2020 strategy, but especially with holiday, we saw a lot of brands dip their toes into it uh, just to see whether or not it's something that is palpable to their or palatable to their customers. Uh, and it, it worked. We saw a lot of people who got like $20 earning per message, 20 to 30% click through rates. And then there's like the illustrious 99.9% .9 open rate that text messages get, which is a lot, it's a vanity metric because a lot of people just like open up their text messages and, and just want to get rid of the notification. Uh, but it, it's something that has worked for a lot of folks. SMS on your task list for 2021? Well, with those results, it certainly sounds like it should be. Now I'm a huge fan of both A, learning from your customers and be working out the right balance between retention and acquisition. Those are two topics we're going to cover a little bit more as some of our experts, other experts give you your, their opinions as we go through this episode. But before we get into more on those, we've had both Chris and Corin recommending trying lots of marketing channels and platforms. The more, the merrier. Well, Rand Fishkin from Spark Toro is here to advise a very different approach. I think if you want to grow in the year ahead, uh, the best thing that you can do is find a marketing channel at the intersection of three things and, and invest consistently and heavily in that marketing channel. And that channel should meet these three criteria. Number one, it is something you personally care about and are passionate about. Because I'll tell you what, I have never seen any anyone invest in a channel and say, ugh, I hate Instagram. It's so dumb. It's just stupid. God. But I guess I got to post some pictures there and then be incredibly successful on that platform. That never happens. What happens is someone says, gosh, I'm really into podcasts. And then they do a great job building podcasting as a marketing channel for themselves. Or they're a great writer and they really enjoy blogging. Or they're a great contributor to other people's sites. Or they're a great guest for other, whatever it is. You find that, that point of passion. Second one, second criteria it must be somewhere where you can contribute unique value. What I mean by unique value is not just something that's good and high quality, but differentiated from what everyone else is already doing in that field and channel. So if you have a pitch that is, oh, I see that this area of interest to my potential customers or this potential audience is not being done or not being done well, and you believe you can do that in that medium, awesome. That's criteria two. And then criteria three, you have to do this marketing in a place where your customers already pay attention. So if your customers, your audience doesn't listen to podcasts, it's not a great channel. If they don't use Instagram, that's not a great channel. If they're not on Twitter, don't use Twitter. If they, you know, generally speaking, don't search for uh, the problems that you're solving because they don't know to search for it because you have a very new product or you're in a, a new sort of field, then don't use SEO. In fact, my, my startup, I don't use a lot of SEO for SparkToro because people don't search for audience intelligence, 
and 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 you know uh, audience research tools. They don't. So instead, my SEO is around the problem space, right, rather than the solution to it. And a lot of what I do is brand marketing and digital PR to talk about it rather than trying to be somewhere where my customers are not. You hit those three criteria, area of interest and passion, unique value, and somewhere your customers actually are, you're going to have a good time in 2021. Ram puts it so well, focus is always going to pay off for you. Here's Conley Campbell from 2X e-commerce with a very different way to get focused. Build an audience. You you have to understand that your business hinges on an engaged audience. That's the sole message. It doesn't necessarily only hinge on your product. So you have your product at the core, your products at the core, and the stories you tell about your 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 product and the content you put out there about your product really determines how much attention you get. And the moment you get attention, don't lose the attention. Use that opportunity of grabbing attention to grab assets. Now, the assets, the 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 easiest asset you can grab, obviously, is email and pixel data, and build on on that when you grab their email put them through um, life cycle marketing campaigns have that relationship with them till they make a purchase and they continue to have that relationship with you a two-way relationship with you so there's a transactional relationship so anytime your products are um, require utility from a consumer standpoint you're top of mind so essentially the big takeaway for any um, serious direct-to-consumer e-commerce business right now in 20, well, moving forward in 2022 is how are we going to build out content that's magnetic enough to um, to, to attract attention? And, and when we attract attention, we, we just seize that opportunity to get in their details and um, continuing to to nurture that relationship. It's really attention, nurture, purchase. Um, it is the biggest, biggest, um, you know, um, takeaway for 2021. Now, when we talk about content, traditionally, um, a lot of people, a lot of marketers, you know, um, typically think about, or oh, let's, um, let's create a blog post, you know, or let's write content. No, content could be um, video. Video is one of the easiest um, forms of content that can be consumed, you know, quite quite easily. So think about a visual content strategy, especially in the consumer space. And also, given the fact that people's attention spans um, are, are reducing and you could create micro content, you know, 60 second videos. There's Instagram Reels now um, that actually still impacts um, value on, on people. So my, my major takeaway really is um, think about content from a broad perspective. Content could be a newsletter, for instance. It is anything that attracts an audience um, that you know, really has your attention and you can transact with them. And building that out would be super important. So take a benchmark right now, right, of 
your list, whether it's your, you know, your audience list on your Facebook, whether it's, you know, your email list and um, benchmark that out on a monthly basis, chat how, how it's growing. And you'd find a correlation between the size of your audience and your bottom line, your revenue. Um, that's my major tip for 2021 and um, best of luck moving ahead. Thanks, Gunley. Attention, nurture, purchase. And if a larger audience means greater sales, how are you going to grow your audience in 2021? Right, we've had a lot of marketing-based advice so far, so I think we should change the pace up before we get back into marketing later. So let's have a think about ops. Ben Woodward joins us from Smart Freight, and he's advising that it's all about getting the right transport partners in place. Look, partner with great transport providers um, and transport providers that deal with your business line and be that small goods, large goods, um, just make sure that they can deliver to the regions that you're selling to, um, but also make sure that the um, pricing and also their offerings are what you desire in your business. As your business grows, can these transport providers grow with you? Do you need to look for alternates or specialty delivery networks within your own jurisdiction, but also internationally? So make sure that you've got great transport providers um, and also perhaps a shipping platform that's connected to those wonderful transport providers. Well, one way or another, you have to get the product to your customers. And if you have the right partners, it's going to deliver a better experience to those customers, which should bring you more sales in the future. Building on the great experience leads to sales angle. Let's hear from Derek Haney of e-commerce tech next. If you're at the right stage of business, there's one thing that I just think that I, I have the math. 93% of brands are not doing it properly. I, we did a giant study of 500 of the top e-commerce brands. And it's just so simple to say, and it's relatively easy to execute on. It's you know, a slightly more complex than, than sending a marketing campaign. I'm talking, of course, about live chat, chatting with customers in real time, especially the pre-sales customers. And if you are a Shopify Plus or if you're on Magento 2 or other platforms, I want that chat bubble to pop up on the checkout page if they freeze there for two minutes or more, right? Because they're maybe they're losing their payment information. They're trying to see if they're going to be home on the day that it ships. You know, they're, they're, they're start, you're starting to lose them, but they want to buy from you. And so having conversations with people right before they purchase highly increases conversion rate. Uh, and it's totally worth the time of your, your agents. It takes a little bit of time to strategize and set it up properly. And a lot of people worry it will bloat customer service inquiries. But the truth is, it in increases your revenue per customer. It increases average order value, lifetime value, and conversion rate. So it more than pays for itself. And when done properly, it will not bloat customer service. It will simply answer the questions and, and solve the objections that people are having to make them purchase. So I want to see live chat actually properly done in 2021. It's not being done right in the past. Sending people to email from a chat bot is not proper. Uh, leaving them hanging with no person to actually respond. That's not live chat either. It needs to be a real response within 90 seconds. And you can do this. Any brand doing over 500,000 a year can properly invest in live chat. It can be done today and it'll grow your store. Live chat. Well, it seems like a no brainer to me. Get that live chat installed and working, learn from it, grow the sales and steal the march on the competition too. 
If you want to know more about um, live chat, we have a whole episode on it again over on the Keep Optimising podcast. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. We're going to give you a little reminder of our sponsors now, but don't go anywhere because we've still got five tips to go, which are going to talk about product marketing and a few other topics too. E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. Success in 2021 means building stronger relationships with your customers. Last year saw a lot of consumers switching to buy online, leading to surges in new customer acquisition. So how are you planning on turning your new first-time buyers into profitable repeat customers? Well, that's what Clavio is for. Clavio helps businesses create memorable marketing moments through email, SMS and personalised website experiences. And that is what creates repeat purchases. That's why Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform, platform is used by over 50,000 e-commerce brands around the world. Get started with your free account today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com slash masterplan. Let's get right back into it with Matt Edmondson. I think the fundamentals have stayed the same. And that is if you want to grow your e-commerce business in 2021, just like in 2019, you have to focus on um, products. So you have to have a product fundamentally that people want to buy. And just because we've come out of pandemic or lockdown, or hopefully we're going to come out of pandemic and lockdown, doesn't mean that you're instantly going to be a success online. The same rules still apply. Find those products that people want to buy and get them on your site in a way that makes people want to buy them. So focus on your content, get your content right, your sales copy right, and get really good high demand, high converting products on your website. That would fundamentally be my top tip for 2021. Get the right product with the right sales content. No reason any of you can't do that one. We've had a few recommendations to go after new customers and grow your audience. Well, Retis Loris from Omnisend makes the case for focusing on existing customers instead. Focus on your existing customers. Crisis will not go away in 2021. Either vaccine is there or not, but we will still feel the economic impact. I mean, society will feel the economic impact. Uh, so what usually happens during all the crisis that customers, shoppers are willing way more to buy from the brands they know, they trust. So that's the trend we saw 10 years ago. That's a trend we saw currently in 2020. And we believe it's going to be a trend for 2021. So you as merchants, as business owners, as marketers should be focusing more on your existing customer base, working with them, uh, retaining them, as it's always way cheaper to retain your existing customers than to acquire new ones. So I would say my main tip, focus more on retention than a new customer's acquisition, as there is a lot of value in your existing customer base. Send emails, send SMS messages, web push notifications, even run your paid ads more to your existing customer base. Like use the retargeting techniques, not only to retarget the visited product, but in a more broader way, just you know to reacquire, retain your customers, which have already experienced your good quality of a product or service. And that's how that great customer experience and product helps again. Here's Jessica Totillo costa from e-commerce badassery, pulling together a lot of the themes we've already explored and with some tips on how to put it all into practice too. 
So I struggle to come up with a singular top tip here, but I think these two go together really well. And that's putting your customer first and being nimble. With so much room to grow still in e-commerce and so many changes ahead of us, it's going to be super important to pay attention, dig deep, and really understand our customers and be able to adjust and take action to meet those needs. For instance, while we know that younger generations are generally very brand loyal, when it came to the pandemic, people were focused on availability above all else. The positive side of that is there was a lot of discovery of newer, smaller brands. But ultimately, it's not enough to just exist. E-commerce and customer behavior is a living, breathing organism, and we as CEOs and marketers need to be along for the ride. And this trickles down across the organization into everything from inventory management and operations to email marketing and social media. The status quo just isn't going to cut it. Coming from corporate, that's my background, you'd hear people say, well, we're going to do what so-and-so says because they sign my paycheck. And that's certainly true to an extent. But really, it's your customers who sign those checks, so they should be the ones calling the shots. At this point in time, it seems like the majority of the chaos has leveled out, but I wouldn't expect things to go back to the way they were before, and it's more likely we'll continue to see things shift and change, maybe just not as quickly as they did in mid-2020. So the question becomes, what does that look like for your business? The first step, do a post-mortem on your 2020 experience. What worked well? What didn't? What did you screw up? And what did you miss? Get as many perspectives from throughout your company as possible because everyone is going to look at this from a different lens based on their day-to-day experience. And create an environment that allows for progress. We can't go through our life or our business in an echo chamber. Once you have a handle on that, it's time to make that customer experience better. And that can include revamping your tech stack, reallocating internal resources, and even changing the way you buy inventory and what your product assortment looks like. Ultimately, if you make your business about your customer instead of yourself, you have a pretty good chance of coming out on top. Making your business about your customer, not yourself, sounds easy, but it's hard to do, but very powerful if you get it right. Okay, let's build some more on lessons learned in 2020. Here's on and offline retail specialist Sue Monate from Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. 2020 ended up being different. Obviously, e-commerce became the major and in many ways the only way people could conduct business, which was awesome because e-commerce should be a part of everybody's marketing strategy and business strategy overall. But moving into 2021, we need to be careful, and I caution everybody not to go backward. We learned so much in 2020 about the importance of being online, perfecting our systems, communicating with our customers. Many people, you guys, is this the first year you ever did Facebook Live because you were always afraid to before? So 
my recommendation as we're moving into 2021 is don't retreat back to what you did before. You had to stretch out of your comfort zone last year, and that was good for you long term. So now build upon that. For people who are part of the the group that I work with, yes, we're going to be going back to craft shows and opening our shop doors again where people can walk in. But let's make sure that we have a way to capture emails. Then communicate with people regularly, whether they're your customer or not. Prospects are what you want. That's the way you grow your business. And by all means, keep your website active, open, and marketing to the website through your social media sites so that you can continue to grow on what honestly had been a challenging year. But in the end, the bright side can be we've learned more. We've put ourselves out there to do things we never thought we'd do. We were forced to put foundational elements in place for our business that now are there, and we can use those to get stronger moving forward in 2021. Yes, yes, please do not start from scratch this year. Please rather build on everything you achieved, were forced to test and so on last year. Take it to the next level in 2021. Let's see what you can do. Okay, we're going to wrap up this Top Tips episode with Lucy Bloomfield from 10,000 Customers. So this was an interesting question for me to think about answering because usually I'd, I'd be talking about the latest sales channel or really cool results that my clients have seen that maybe other people haven't implemented and could get value from. And it's funny because with COVID and everything that happened in 2020, my whole decision-making horizon has changed. I don't think we have the luxury to launch things, you know, months in advance because this world is potentially going to change again and again and again. We don't know how many times we'll have viruses or pandemics or situations where we're locked down and we can't travel. We can't predict that. If anything, if there's one thing that COVID has taught us is that we couldn't have predicted that it would be like this and the ramifications that it would have on our businesses. And so I think really what I think about in terms of, of 2021, yeah, grow your business, like cool, go do Facebook ads, go do email marketing, go do all the things that you know you should be doing in your sales ecosystem that you're not yet. But also think about like, what if all that goes to shit? What if it doesn't work? What if it's, what if you can't get product into your country? What if your manufacturer shuts down? What does that look like? How do you risk mitigate that? It was really interesting actually, because I met a guy the other night who had a $600,000 information product business. And he knew that I was in e-com and I, and he was telling me about his product business. And he's like, yeah, we operate at 50 to 60% profitability. And you can't see my face, but my jaw dropped, right? Because product businesses, they don't have a lot of profitability. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, that's really interesting. I wonder if that would be a really good strategy to have in place in case Australia wouldn't accept packages from China or US wasn't shipping stock to Australia like it did this year. And so I think 2021 is actually going to be really looking at, okay, so what if pandemics are kind of a part of the environment now? What would we do if that was the case? What could we do to add pure profit to our business, selling things that don't necessarily require us to um, ship our physical product?
A nice curveball there to end on. And huge thank you to all my experts for taking part in this. It was great catching up with them when we did the recordings. And it's even better being able to bring you all their advice, which I think you'll agree is quite quite eclectic in this one. Quite a lot going on there. So lots for you to pick from. In summary, we're certainly heading into another unpredictable year. So I think the summary of all those tips is to, to focus on your strengths, connect with your customers and mitigate those risks. It's going to be an interesting year ahead. And we, with the e-commerce master plan and keep optimizing podcast, we're going to be here throughout to help you get through it. To get your hands on the notes from today's show, including links to our experts, various free resources, and that full transcript of the episode, head to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. Hopefully this episode has inspired you rather than left you feeling overwhelmed and with a huge to-do list. Either way, you should be signing up to our very special 2021 planning webinar. It's happening next week. Um, It's going to be all about getting yourself organised to make 2021 a success. I'm going to be covering how to set your goals for the year, a couple of systems you can follow to help you work out what you should actually do to hit those goals, and a few tips around getting organised so it all actually happens as well. Hopefully you've now got Christmas and the January sales fully out of your hair, which will make next week the perfect time to get organised for 2021. Save your space for free right now by heading to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash webinar. The whole of our 2021 e-commerce growth series sponsored by Clavio is now live. So if you've not yet listened to it all, now would be a great time to go and listen to all the other episodes. They're numbers 306 to 313 inclusive. We've had a blast recording it and pulling it all together for you. And I hope you've got a lot of good inspiration from it. Do let me know what you found most useful because I would love to know social media via the website, etc. All are good ways to get back to me on that. From next week, we're going back to normal. That means just one brilliant guest interview a week coming out on a Monday. And we're starting off with our first chat with our 2021 startup story. This is something we did for the first time in 2020. uh, And I know you guys enjoyed it. So we are going to be following another startup through their first 12 months of existence. Um, This time, it's a store being built by someone with some serious e-commerce pedigree. So I know there's going to be lots for us all to learn, even though it's just a startup story. Um, And in fact, I know there's lots for us to learn because I've already recorded the first one and I learned a lot whilst doing the interview. So watch out for that next week. I bring you a new interview every week because I want to inspire and help as many e-commerce business owners as possible to succeed and thrive with their business. So please do tell the other e-commerce business owners you know about what we're up to because I'd love to help them as well. I hope you have a great week and never forget to keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.